Welcome back, listeners. Today, on More Than Just Flowers, we are we're going to talk about some f- favorite flowers. We took a poll on our Facebook and Instagram. Um, oh, and I'd like to say hi. This is Sam. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to introduce ourselves. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was just really excited about this episode, about the poll we took about um, our supporters' favorite flowers. Hey, pretty flowers are very exciting. Yes. And definitely when you're growing them, you can forget a lot of things. So I think everybody will forgive you for that, Abby. All right. Well, good. I promise it will probably happen again. <laughs> um, so, on, like I said, we took a poll on our Facebook and Instagram pages um, to see what everybody's favorite flowers were. And we got a pretty good variety. Uh, some flowers was definitely a favorite of lots of of our uh, supporters, followers. I don't know what to call you, people, listeners. (laughs) Flower pals. There we go. Flower pals. (laughs) That makes us sound kind of like superheroes. You know, like... Yes. uh, What was that show where they had the rings? Uh, Captain Captain Planet. Planet. Yeah. Yeah, It makes us sound like we're all Captain Planet, you know, type people. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, all of our flower pals, uh, sunflowers and dahlias were... Uh, a favorite among a lot of um, of our flower pals. Um, That's <laughs> the way you say it. <laughs> there was a new flower I had never really heard of called Camellas. Camellas? Camellas? Um, and it's quite interesting, and I found lots of fun facts about that, and it's definitely going to add on our... Um, growing wish list now all right all right um then uh, we had some lilies uh tulips and daffodils marigolds and then a begonia um which i remember my grandma having begonias i like how you're saying that like it's (laughs) the witch of the group you know like it's how dare you like a begonia (laughs) like dirty old begonias (laughs) Well, I really couldn't find much about the begonias except for how to take care of them inside, which is fine. We both have houseplants, but that wasn't what I was looking for. So let's get started. Well, next time specify, Abby. <laughs> right. My, I'm sorry. Um, we'll start with the sunflowers. So the sunflowers have so many varieties. I know that this year we have at least 11 or 14. Something like that. Close. Where last year, I think we only had like two, two or three. Oh, yeah. We, I think some of them were the giant hybrid. Yes. And then we had some that were just like plain yellow. Yes. And then we only had that one that really popped up. That was the deep red. Yes. The painted ones that, yeah. uh, that one did not do so well, but this year. Hey, but it showed up. It did. You know, have no fear. We'll have way more variety. I'm ex- super excited about these ones called teddy bear. They're a fuzzy. I can see why it's called teddy bear. Huh. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. All right. Anyways, uh, they are hardy and they're easy to grow, which they really are hardy. Um, our sunflowers last year, they went through a frost, a f- freak late frost and a flood. And then, and, oh, let's not forget about the deer that nipped one up right off. Those deer. 
I didn't know deer will really like sunflowers like that much. Uh, I didn't either. At least I didn't like it as much as the corn, though. Oh, that's <clears> true. <throat> but that uh, sunflower that the deer nipped off, we put her in the flower ICU, brought her back, and she still bloomed. So that's how hardy these sunflowers are. Um, you grow them from seeds. You plant them in the spring. Most varieties of them take about 100 days to bloom. Um is the, probably the max amount of days. There are some that can go about 55 days, mm-hmm. but they do take a while to bloom. I think those are usually like the smaller varieties that take less time. Yeah. The giant ones definitely are going to take the longer amount of time. Right. But if you've ever seen a sunflower that's bigger than your face, you would understand why. Yes. <laughs> Actually, a lady that lives down the road from me, she had a sunflower bloom, and it had 23 blooms on it at one time. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it, so crazy. It was insane. And I'm telling you, I saw it with my own eyes. This thing was taller than her house, and it was just, like, bloomed from top to bottom. Wow. Um, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was It was really awesome to see. I was like, <laughs> damn, are you feeding that sunflower? <laughs> yeah. So they will bloom um, depending on when you plant them um, in the summer, the late summer, early fall. Uh, now here's some fun facts about some sunflowers. We all know that you can eat their seeds, but did you know that you could get a full day's worth of vitamin D from eating them? I did not know that. Yeah. Um also, the Aztecs worshipped the sunflower because they thought it was a reincarnation of their sun god. Well, that would make sense because the sunflower follows the sun. the sun. Yes. If you watch it during the day, it will face the sun as it goes. And that was my next fun fact. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's called <laughs> transolar. So it will follow oh, the sun. Transolar. Yes. And... um. Would you think a nuclear disaster in the sunflowers would go hand in hand? Come again? Oh, yeah. Sunflowers <laughs> can naturally decontaminate the soil after a natural uh, after a nuclear disaster. What? Right. <clears throat> so, in Russia when the oh, Chernobyl Chernobyl. Yeah, okay. Uh yeah, that was big time. Yes. They had sunflowers that was planted, and it took that radiation out of the soil. Could you imagine, like, having to go tend to those sunflowers? Yeah, well, <laughs> Let me go suit up so I can water the sunflowers. <laughs> well, that's why they're so hardy. They don't need tending to. You just toss it out there. But I thought that was pretty interesting. I did not know that about the sunflowers. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I did not. I did not. Um, I would like to say how crazy it is that you get a lot of vitamin D from a sunflower and you also get vitamin D from the sun. Right? See? That's crazy. The Aztecs were on something. Yeah, they're a little smarter than uh, us. <laughs> Except for they're, they're not around, right? They were the ones that like disappeared. Or was that the Mayan? I don't know, man. We're talking about flowers oh, here. Okay. I don't I'm know a- about <laughs> native cultures. <laughs> um, so next up are, we'll do some dahlias. I found that the dahlias were pretty interesting, especially if you listen to our last episode about how I would like to live in a little cottage outside of town and make up these tinctures and potions and all this stuff. So the dahlias are grown from tubers. They will bloom in the summer and the fall. Well, you can grow them from seed. Yes. But they're 
<clears throat> they don't produce as well. And there's a lot of differences between seed-grown dahlias and the tubers. Right. Um, there's so many varieties of these dahlias. They have small blooms, and then they have blooms that they're considered dinner plate blooms. The dinner plate blooms are, they're very big. They are huge. And a lot of people miss identify dahlias because they don't have the same bloom uh flower petals each dahlia some look like a honeycomb some kind of look like a daisy but they're all dahlias Mm -hmm. there's some that are soft and kind of they lay out like a sunflower and then there's some that are tight like a palm yeah i think they call them palms right but uh which it's funny you say that because dahlias are related to sunflowers, zinnias, and oh, daisies. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. <clears throat> so back to the Aztecs, they used the dahlias to treat for epilepsy. How the Aztecs knew what epilepsy was way back when um, beats me, but kudos to them for finding a treatment for it. How did they, did they like make it into like a tea? Um, There wasn't a route of how they did it but i'm assuming um because people in central america and mexico they eat their flower petals um you can actually eat everything of the dahlia huh yeah so i'm not sure how they made it to treat the epilepsy they would have to ingest it of some sort yeah but i would say they probably just I don't know. Continue on. (laughs) My mind is just like, I got to find this out now. (laughs) Um, So before the invention of insulin, how do you think diabetics manage their blood sugars? They probably didn't. They probably just died. Mm, Yes, that is 100% (laughs) correct. Except for they found that the sugars in the tubers of the dahlias, once mixed into a starch and given to the diabetics, was used as an insulin type deal because the sugars in the tuber are called insul. Oh. Ah. The inside of the, in the tubers? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. As far as I even found that out because, you know, that's where the plant comes from. So. Well, everything is edible. I know. But... So they were probably like trial and error. And it's still used today in clinical trials, the, oh, really? sh- uh, the sugar from the tubers. And... As a test, uh, test for kidney function. Oh. Yeah. That's nuts. It is. Um, they were still used as insulin um, alternative in 1923. I wonder how well it works compared to... Regular insulin? Yeah. Because real insulin is made from pork. Because... Mm. Or pig. I mean... I don't think you cook it. Anyways, but um, because <laughs> a pig is the closest thing to a human. To a human. Yeah. Um, so I thought those were really interesting about the dahlias. <clears throat> dahlias, I knew they were my favorite flower for a reason. Yes. So next up, we'll do the Camilla, Camilla. What did you decide it's called? I didn't decide anything. Oh, okay. Here, let me see if I can. Uh, you know how sometimes you can Google how do you say this? Oh, true. So while she's doing that, I'll tell you a little bit about these. They are an evergreen shrub, which I found interesting. They come in many different shades. They can have single and double blooms. They have a long bloom blooming season. 
They were mentioned in the book To Kill a Mockingbird and was a favorite flower of Coco Chanel. All right. Camellia. Come, oh, man. Come, come, a, come, a, come, a, come, a, come, a, Camellia. <laughs> There you go. So, yeah, that one <laughs> I definitely want to have on the farm. I think that it would be a great um, substitute for that Rosa Sharon that, uh... You know what? You talk <laughs> trash about the Rosa Sharon, but I love those trees. <laughs> and they saved our ass all year they last did. year, right? They did. And I know plenty of people that like those. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, then there'll be a nice uh, compliment to the Rosa Sharon. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, look at this one. This petal is like a, a spiral. Right? Um, we will put some pictures up on our Instagram story and our Facebook story for you guys to follow. Um, so next up are... Good call on whoever called that flower. That would be our flower pal, Mia. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's going to be a, a guest on our uh, podcast in a little while. Not today, a little while, but like, you know, a few, <laughs> few episodes later, she's going to be on here. <clears throat> Next up are the state flower of Indiana. Has anybody guessed what they are? There's multiple pronunciations of these. You can say peonies. You can say peonies. <laughs> peonies. Peones. You are correct. It is the peonies. I call it peony. Peony. Peony, peony. Yeah. So, yet again, multiple pronunciations. So, these, I really like these. We had these outside of our townhouse in Bloomington, and I love them. I have never grown them, but I think they are beautiful. I hate that they're so delicate once they fully bloom. Yes, they are. They're tight little hard balls and then they're beautiful and then when they're really really beautiful it's like you can't touch them or they're like bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> yeah so um <clears throat> they take about three years to bloom um so if you buy the tubers or the roots i think they're grown from roots yes right here roots anyways um <laughs> once you get that planted it takes three years for this plant to establish to bloom they bloom at the end of May, and it helps. It you can they always blow bloom blow <laughs> bloom by Memorial Day, so it helps you with your calendar. If you I don't know have not a, a calendar, <laughs> I guess okay I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. Anyways, so. They are considered a late spring flower. Yeah. Some people live off the grid, you know, and they're, they're not out buying calendars. That's true. So, you know, they would really base their stuff off of when things okay. come up. Good. I'm there glad. You, go, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another fun fact about them is they need ants to help open the blooms. What? Yes. <clears throat> the ants. So Well, I don't like peonies anymore. <laughs> Matt doesn't either. I was like, we need to get some. He's like, not close to the house we do. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, so the ants chew away that hard little ball to help the flower open up. But can they open up without the ants, you think? No. So they probably produce something that attracts those ants, yes. don't they? Yeah. Good Lord Almighty. Yeah, so at the... that's Here's what you got to do then. You got to put the peonies... 
kind of away from the house or more around a shed and then put something around your house that keeps the ants from wanting to get in. Yes. Like cinnamon. Yeah. Or like a lot of mints. Mm, yes. Different types of mints will yep. safeguard your house from lots of bugs. Um. Okay. Yes. So the ants, they definitely need to um, be there to open the blooms. How crazy is that? Did you know that people in China use the petals and teas? Of peonies? Uh Uh-huh. I know that they use a lot of flowers in their teas. Yes. Because I know I've already mentioned this, but that lady that I watch who um, is from China, she does these videos where she kind of takes it back to nature. Mm -hmm. And she's always making tea. And I would really just love for her to make me tea because, you know, I'm all about the herbal teas. Yes. But, um... Yeah, so they use peony petals? Yeah. All right, well. You have to, um, it said sharp boil. I'm not sure what that that means. I obviously am not the cook, so I don't know what a sharp boil is. Um, But you can use those. Obviously, make sure that there aren't any ants on them or that's... (laughs) You may want to clean them off. Maybe some extra protein. But the peonies can outlive a human. They can live up to 100 years in the right conditions. Really? Yeah. So how cool would it be that you planted this bush with your kid and then your kids' kids are like, hey, me and my mom or me and my dad, we planted this together and it's still here and, you know, how awesome would that be? Also, another fun fact, Hmm. you can use, well, maybe not you, uh, a licensed (laughs) or um, a, a... person who deals with this stuff like a medicinal herb person um can use it to reduce pancreatic infections they make it i think it's probably back into that tea form and you drink it yeah so that was pretty interesting next up is i cannot find anything about a sharp a sharp boil Except for I just rapid boil. Like oh. there's tea kettles that make it um, boil real fast. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's a sharp boil. I don't know. So, I don't know. Okay. I'm meaning there. Okay. Moving it, on. But if you do know, let us know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would really like to. I would like to know. I would. Next up are marigolds. They are used in religious ceremonies and placed in sacred places. They have medicinal purposes also, which um, if you're into any... Oh, my. Okay, sorry. We had to take a little break. The littlest farmhand had to eat and possibly may throw up on me now, it sounds like. (laughs) But we were on the marigolds. Um, And they can be used for medicinal purposes. And a lot of people, I don't know if they realize that the cal and doula is the marigold. Did you know that? Where's this word at? It's right here in my book. Oh. I always pronounced it calendula. Oh, that sounds uh, Roman like an emperor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard it pronounced that way, but I've always... Now i got to look it up. Okay. Calendula. Yeah, calendula. I don't know. Anyways, but it's a marigold. And they can use it for the medicinal purposes, for anti-inflammation. It promotes wound healing. Um, 
And in the Civil War, they used it to treat open wounds. So I thought that was pretty cool. Huh. It also has an antiseptic property to it, which um, if you are a not a nurse or in the healthcare profession, antiseptic, um, it was a bit, it's like a cleaning agent. Cal oh. Calendula. 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 Oh. Calendula. Ah, all right. <laughs> okay, well, now you know. <laughs> I said it wrong the whole time, but that doesn't mean anything. Because with allium, I can't put in an extra syllable in there, so. Hey, but they say if you pronounce words wrong, that's fine because you learned that word from reading. Oh. So it's it's not a sign of, like, ignorance or stupidity. You learned that word from reading. Oh, hooked on phonics style. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be ashamed of your wrong word pronunciations unless you're just doing it to be, you know. No. Yeah. Um, it also can be an antiviral, has antiviral properties, which is definitely something we need in this uh state that we're in um yeah because i think a lot of people drink it in teas yes which really if you drink a hot cup of liquid every morning it helps you with respiratory issues anyway mm -hmm. so imagine if you have that in your tea yeah i mean you are fight enough stuff left and right doesn't mean that you probably won't get yeah. viruses or sickness but it does mean that it can possibly be cut down by half so yes. you won't be like laid up in your bed deathly sick <laughs> um and also you can make uh muffins out of it too oh yeah kind of like the dandelion yeah uh -huh. um another use of the marigold is to reduce insect pests in your garden Amen to that one. Yes. So that's why a lot of people have a marigolds in the in either pots or they plant it in their rows of uh, vegetables. Now, it doesn't make it so that there aren't any pests, but they do deter them. Um, oh, and also, if you make it into an extract, you can help with cuts and scrapes. So the Civil War... Uh, doctors were definitely um, onto something when they were using it in open wounds. Next up is the hibiscus, which is definitely one of my favorite, and we have two. I have two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I have two of them. My lovely husband bought me them. I know you have that burgundy one. Uh huh. And then I had a red one. Oh, okay. Because there's one out at the farmhouse. Yes. Yeah. Where's I, the other one at? Uh, it was just an annual. Oh, okay. So okay, it was okay. pretty for the time. But the other one um, is a um, one that comes up every year. So the hibiscus um, helps can help lower cholesterol. And they, there's another one that is in teas. Um, and it's also in face lotion and cosmetics. There's so many uses for this uh, hibiscus. And in the Hawaiian Islands, which you definitely see the hibiscus at, they used it for tattoo coloring. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh, I wonder how well that works, like well, how long that stays. You can also use it to dye clothes, too, mm -hmm. and, like, as a food dye. So, I'm a, I don't know. I mean, in Moana, they were just black, so I don't know. <laughs> the tattoos. <laughs> yes, the tattoos were just <laughs> black in Moana. Well, the way you said it, it was just like, 
What? <laughs> um, they were also the main flower to offer for an Indian goddess. Um, so I really like the hibiscus. They're so fragrant. Um, and like I said, you can have an annual kind or a perennial. Um, and we have a burgundy one. Um, but I don't know. I don't think they worked really well as a cut flower. Um, but they definitely are very pretty. Yeah, their flowers are huge. Um, and next are tulips, which is definitely a favorite of mine. Um, <clears throat> which is definitely a favorite of mine. And I was super happy that we planted some this year. They come from the Netherlands, which is the center of um, ball production. And then did you know that there was something called tulip mania? Yeah, I think that I did because that lady that we follow her flower farm, <clears throat> She was talking about it. Yes. And about how everybody where she lives at is crazy for tulips. Crazy for tulips. Yes. So in the 17th century, there was tulip mania. And basically, the bulbs were used as a currency. What? Yeah. And there was, back in the 17th century, there was a... Um, Tulips, there was a tulip bulb that was worth more than a diamond. Holy God. Yeah, how crazy is that? They also That's said insane. that that was like a, the first uh, ever recorded like market drop, like a crash, like how the stock market crashed. It was, yeah. so the first one was tulip mania. Okay, well, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, there are some times I would, I would definitely exchange some bulbs and be like oh yeah i'll trade for some uh some seeds and some bulbs <laughs> yeah um so there's about 15 different groups of tulips and what um makes you go into a different group is the bloom um type there's single and double bloom tulips uh <clears throat> they are a spring flower you can grow them in pots you can also force these flowers to bloom if you um do anything inside and you just uh, put them in the freezer or the refrigerator for so long because they need that cold because you plant them in the fall and then you plant them in pots and then make in the greenhouse or inside the temperature it would be for spring and you can force them to bloom. Um, they share the same root bulb family as lilies. I see that. Yeah. They are also the most symmetrical flower. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that. Yep. Um, and I know that people, when they think of tulips, they think of like the lipstick ones, but there are so many different types of blooms for see, tulips. I will say that, that I, I know growing up and even as an adult, thinking about tulips I thought of the exact same thing mm -hmm. you know that little simple picture that you draw with the spiky on the top and round on the bottom um, yep. that was like my ideal of a tulip and then you get older and it's like what that's not a tulip that looks bushy and yeah uh-huh they even looked delicate like some lace or like frill yeah yeah um 
So next up we have lilies, which my oldest daughter, Emma, said that was her favorite flower. It's weird to hear you say oldest daughter. Oh, I know. Well, I didn't expect to have three kids, so. But here I am. <laughs> um, there are many varieties of lilies, but. And a lot of people love lilies. They do. A lot of people. And a lot of people like lilies that aren't true lilies. Yes. They may be called lilies, right. but they're not really lilies. Exactly. Like water lilies. And one of my favorites is a calla lily are not really lilies. Yep. The only way to be classified as a real lily is to have the genus allium or lilium. Sorry. There I go again. As um, in your uh, scientific name. They come in variety of colors. They're grown from bulbs and... I think there are some that have a root like, like a rhizome, like the irises. I don't know. But I could be making that up. I never had any lilies until last year. Oh. They symbolize innocence. The Egyptians used them as a perfume. They smell amazing. They so do. Except for some. Um, smell like hot dogs. I don't like those. <laughs> Um, and do they smell like hot dogs to you or do they legit like that's their scent? Oh, okay. They smell like hot dogs to me. <laughs> and if you have, if you made it like that's like their branding, get these lilies. They smell like hot dogs. Oh my God. I love hot dog lilies. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you know that if you, you should not sleep with, um, an Easter lily or a peace lily in your room if you have asthma? Why is that? Cause I know peacefully so get a there. Yeah, because they send they uh expel some sort of pollen that is really uh so if they're blooming uh-huh okay. irritating to asthmatic people. All right. Well, if you have asthma, cut those white flowers off those peace lilies then. Yes. And probably don't get the hot dog smelling ones either. <laughs> Stay away from hot dog lilies. <laughs> Hot dog lilies are terrible. <laughs> uh, so next up are daffodils, which I definitely enjoy daffodils. But who doesn't like daffodils? They're everywhere. Yeah, squirrels. Um, squirrels don't like daffodils because they're on. poisonous to them. Well, I'm glad to know that because I have a ton of daffodils planted at my house. And I was like, hey, Callan, it's my turn to talk. <laughs> um, that was my big trouble last year with all my flowers and my vegetables was squirrels and chipmunks. Yeah. Yeah. You had trouble with squirrels and chipmunks too? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, squirrels won't eat the bulbs and the leaves because they are poisonous. They have some sort of crystal or something in them. But that poisonous thing that is bad for squirrels, there's a compound that is thought to help treat brain cancer. Scientists have uh, tried yeah. So what's bad for squirrels, good for humans. Um, <clears throat> also, don't put daffodils in a vase with other flowers unless they have been soaked for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. That's a rhyme, so you can definitely uh, remember that. Because they have a sap that um, will kill the other flowers. Um, and the daffodil is a 10th wedding anniversary flower. Did you know that there are flowers for each anniversary? I didn't know what any of them were, but there's also like supposed to be like gifts that you yeah. get for each anniversary. This is the 10 year anniversary gift. It's a watch, you know, right. whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe that either. But I am down for these flower <laughs> anniversary gifts. <laughs> yeah, you better get Matt on the horn on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they grow wild, which yesterday we went on a daffodil hunt to find some wild daffodils. Hey, and a tip, if you go looking for daffodils, don't look too hard because you may walk past 15 million of them. Yes, that's what happened to us yesterday. Um, you can transplant them. Um, in the spring, after they've bloomed, you want to uh, make sure that um, after they bloom, you can transplant them. But you don't want to cut the foliage, the leaves down, until um, they start wilting. Because, just like any other bulb type plant, they need that foliage to store energy and their bulbs to produce more blooms next year. All right, last is the begonia. Um, I didn't find a lot, like I said earlier. <laughs> the begonia. <laughs> they make great house plants. Um, there's two different types. There's a foliage type and the blooming type. So you can have a begonia that doesn't have any um, blooms on it, and those come in polka dots and escargot is what it's called but it looks like a snail shell so Aww. that was pretty cool that would be awesome you can you can plant the uh flowering kind outside um and inside uh but that's that's really all that i found on the begonia i am so sorry josh <laughs> oh it was josh that <laughs> it <liked> was <laughs> um so if you have any begonia facts let us know so that pretty much wraps up all of our favorite flowers and we want to thank our fl new flower pal hey wait abby what's your favorite flower absolute top uh sunflowers sunflowers uh -huh. mine like i said was the dahlias oh yeah yes so our flower pals that have uh answered the polls we want to thank you rachel and mia charlene Josh, Beth, Jenny, and Emma. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, other tips or Nope, I got thoughts? nothing. I learned a lot today, though. I did not know that so many of those flowers had uh, so many medicinal properties. That's pretty awesome. Yes. I did know a lot of the medicinal properties, um, considering I have like four different herb books and natural remedy books and uh, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I did the like the sunflowers decont decontaminating the soil. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's uh, so neat. So, well, I think Callan wants us to go. <laughs> so. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps spread the word and get us new listeners. Uh, like our Facebook page and our Instagram page. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>